Hello, friends. Coming at you with another episode here in this line of episodes. This one is called Tech, Tech Jobs Are So Freaking Cushy. And here's what's going behind this. There's two motivations for this. So first, my brother, um, his name is Brock. He's a real cool dude. We grew up together and lived life in every way together. We're two years apart. So shared all the same friends, did all the same things. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. Very different than me. Like, super different. But we're really tight. So there's that. He, uh, since like birth, we both had like single-minded missions. Um, well, you know what? That's not entirely true. We, we share a lot in common, like in terms of like um, outdoors, camping, fishing, hiking, hunting, all this stuff. Um, just general adventure, fireworks, explosives, knives, guns, all those things. But um, in music, guitar, whatever, list goes on. There's a lot of shared things. But he has been like... He, from like day one, was into woodworking. Like he, this guy, I've probably said this before, but I forget how old we were. We were freaking young. And he, he got like a bench grinder for Christmas. Like he really wanted a bench grinder. And this kid was like 10. Like no 10 year old wants a bench grinder, but Brock wanted a bench grinder. And like that, that was it every year. Like it was like some tool, like he like really wanted like a miter saw and whatever, just the like tools, super into woodworking building stuff um so naturally he went into the trades as soon as he could he he skipped college he um like in in high school started taking like those that going to those like trade schools half the days and whatever so he he did like roofing he did he did all sorts of stuff but he got into hvacs but the dude's been doing hvac since he was like 12 helping out um a friend of the family who does like side work and so um anyway he just like wanted that that was a singular focus and that's what he did he went into HVAC, heating and air conditioning, if you're not familiar with the acronym, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, something like that. I don't know, but heating and air conditioning. And so he went right into it and got a job, did that a couple of years, then got into the union, which is like the next level up. And you got to do like, I think six years as an apprentice in the union. So he had to work for six years as an apprentice in a union shop. And then, and then he could become a journeyman, which is like, you know, you make more, you're the guy, you then train apprentices and you're like, you know, the man. Um, so he did that and he's been doing that a few years and he's been all over doing HVAC and he's done every kind of HVAC, um, residential stuff. You know, that's kind of like where you start out more so. So that's where he started out putting H, you know, heating, fixing furnaces in people's houses, installing air conditioning in people's houses. And then got into commercial um, heating and air conditioning where he's working on boilers and huge, you know, factories and buildings and things like that. Um, and that's what he does now is commercial HVAC and he's been doing that forever. So this guy knows a lot about a lot of things, but specifically HVAC. And so me, I've been like single-mindedly focused on technology in parallel. Like there's this good story and, you know, this is the, the Caleb's and Indulge Caleb podcast. So you probably heard the story before, but... Um, when we were really young, the, uh, the tenant upstairs from us worked for, um, an alarm system company, uh, called Doyle. And so he had all these old alarm systems, like for your house. And he just like gave us one to toy around with. And by, by golly, by gosh, by golly, we got it working and it, we felt so badass Cause it was like a motherboard, you know, that had just like wires to a like an infrared like sensor that would go in your house and then another wire to like a speaker that would sound an alarm. Um, and you know, it wasn't like rocket science. It was kind of just like putting a few wire, like screwing a few wires into a board in the right spots and having like a battery pack that could power it. 
And so he built this gun cabinet out of wood and which was pretty cool for us at the time and for our little BB guns. And then I rigged up this um, alarm system to put inside the gun cabinet so that when you open the gun cabinet, an alarm goes off. And we did that. And so that that was like one of, uh, we were really young and it was like a really cool early project where, you know, I was doing the technology for and he was doing the like labor w- trades stuff. So, um, so that's, that's what we did uh, that we took those, those paths our whole lives. I was super into tech, got into programming when I was like a wee lad and followed that insatiably for the rest of my career up until now. And he did the exact same thing, but in HVAC. Here's the thing. Here's the reason we're here talking about it is that <laughs> he calls me the other day and he's like, okay, Caleb, if I became a programmer, <laughs> could I make six figures in 10 years? And I, I'm like, I'm like laughing. I'm like, Brock, um, well, yes. I said like a lot of people make six figures in a lot less than 10 years. You got the right attitude, but like, let's back up a minute here. What are you talking about? You know? So he's been kind of hot on this programming thing. He, he got a little hot on it a, a while ago. Um, and this is crazy for me for a million reasons. He's, he's not a tech guy like at all. Um, so this is weird to see him like be interested in programming. It's weird. Like, I don't even know if he has, he doesn't even like have a computer right now. Like he's not the guy who like, maybe more so now if he's listening to this, he's probably like this freaking guy making me look like a Neanderthal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, he's not the guy that, you, that you're like, you email and expect a response, you know? Cause he, he doesn't actually now I think he like checks email for his job and stuff, but you know what I'm saying? Like email is part of my like every day. So I'm on, I check my email, but like him, it's not part of his every day. It's not like part of his world. Um, you know, they use like stone tablets and like cups and strings and stuff to communicate. So you got that. And so we're talking and whatever. Um, there's so much I want to say about this, but here's, here's going to be the first thing I'll say. I'll stick to the title so that we check this box. Well, all right. That was a big, long way of that. I told you there were two things, two things going into me making this this episode now the first thing was my brother and the second one was a tweet this morning by somebody that's like so people are always like talking about how burnout is so high in tech but like tech jobs are the cushiest jobs ever what's going on you know <laughs> and a lot of people are like well you know it's because they're you have to work so hard employers try to keep you at the office and whatever but like if you are in the real world and you have friends who aren't programmers and in tech so you know like how the real world works you understand they all work freaking harder than us right come on like, this is so true. Uh, like, my brother works mm, five times harder than me for his entire life. Dude wakes up at like 5 a.m., goes to work, comes back at like 4 because he's got to drive all over Tarnation in these different jobs. And he's up on like ladders and roofs in like 90 to 100 degree weather right now in Denver and just sweating his nards off and ruining his knees. His knees hurt like crazy. It's like crazy physically intensive, like doing this for one day. If you haven't like labored for one day, like put a roof on a house and then come back and say that your job is hard. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? This is like, this is crazy. This is stuff that I can't even imagine. Like I helped doing it. I helped my brother, but I also helped the guy who he helped do HVAC when I was young, just for like side money and like two days of this. And I was like toast, totally beat and couldn't even imagine that people did this every day. Like, that's crazy, you know? And that I still feel exactly that way. I wake up, I stroll over, even when I had a real job. I just had to put in eight hours in front of a computer. And, you know, no biggie. 
turn the tea on, you know, do a little meditation in the morning, you know, work my job, hang out on Slack, do some programming, go to like a handful of meetings, take an easy breezy lunch, you know, whatever. Like it's, (laughs) I don't know, go to a coffee shop, eat and drink coffee, like while I'm working. Come on. This is crazy. There's people who actually work. (laughs) What are we talking about? Yeah, we get paid a ton and the job is not that hard. Like, you know, I think there's a lot of gatekeeping because we're scared that people will find out how easy it is. There's a lot to learn, no doubt. And I know I'm coming from a place of, of like privilege in the sense that, you know, I, I haven't had to experience not knowing tech for a long time, but there's a lot of stuff that I, of course, don't know still. And I still experience that, but I get it. Like, you know, I'm not looking at an HTML file and being totally like bewildered. So where I was yesterday, I'm literally like helping Brock yesterday, like build something basic. And, you know, I'm like, it's just crazy. Everything is a huge rabbit hole, like one single HTML tag. I'm like, all right, well, let's explain this to you. And then, okay, well, they can be nested. Do you know what nesting is? Like, let's talk about nesting. You know, (laughs) these are concepts that we just take for granted. So I get it. There's a lot to know. But similarly, like in HVAC, there's a lot to know too. I, I see our lives as parallel. And so that's what I told him basically is like, Basically, anything that applies to your world, you can apply to this world in the sense of like, if you're wondering how much work it takes to get to a level of like real proficiency, think about how long it took you to get to a level of real proficiency. You know, you were an apprentice for six years. It's probably going to be that way in tech, although you'll probably get promoted to a senior developer in two years, but you'll still be apprentice level, you know, because there's no like, there's no standards or anything. Um, But yeah, like I think he'll have an easier time, but, but who knows? So anyway. But, it, you know, it is interesting. He's working on it right now, and he's just, like, totally bewildered by so many things. Um, so to him, it's like everything is crazy, insanely hard, and he knows nothing, and there's, like, a huge amount of climate. I'm like, yeah, but, dude, you've been at your thing for how many years? You know, if you gave this that many years, you'd be the same way in this. So, um, And he has that perspective. He's I'm going to keep going on this because it's important to me, but he has the perspective of somebody who understands, like, how it takes a bunch of work. It's funny because there's people who come to me, like friends of mine who are like, can I make six figures in like six months? You know, how soon can I like get to this money bag, you know, where he's not that guy. Like him and I were raised the exact same way. We both know what it takes to put, like, we both know you have to put in the work and take opportunities that come to you and not like beggars can't be choosers, like deal with shit until you get to a point where you can actually like earn your shit. And so he gets that off the bat. That's why he's coming to me and asking me, you know, can I do this thing in 10 years, you know, cause he gets it. He gets what hard work is and how long it takes to get good at something and be worth something. Um, where, you know, no, uh, no shade on people who come in and just like, let's go to a boot camp. you know, in six months I'll be up and running and a full on developer. Um, but they, of course, we've talked about this. They get that rude awakening where, okay, the boot camp is actually, you're just paying to get job placement. You're not actually useful when you come out of that thing. So people who are hiring, you are hiring totally green people. And if you don't want to get that job that the job placement from the boot camp, you go try to get a normal job in the real world and they'll be like, they'll laugh you out of the room, you know? People are hungry for developers, but not that hungry. They're not looking to just like pay people full wages to know nothing. Um, you gotta put in something. So anyway, he gets that. Um yeah. And actually he's probably gonna do a boot camp, which is crazy. And I, you know, I support it. Uh then so there's a whole other thing. This is gonna be a long episode, whatever. There's a whole other thing about like about well okay so brock's gonna be you know rolling his dice on programming why you know he has he's he makes good money and he he works so hard for this thing and he loves it 
but he kind of hates it. That's the subtext. He hates the conditions, you know, <laughs> it's not like a great way to spend most of your life. Um, yeah. So, but he, you know, this is like his purpose. He put like everything into this. So for him to come to me and be like, okay, I want to think I want to become a programmer. It's like, whoa, 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 hold up, man. Like, don't throw away your life's work, you know? But if I think about it, we have it so good. There's everybody should be a programmer. If I put aside all the biases that make me protective of this career or something, or like try to like, you know, be like, I don't know. No, dude, drop what you're doing and become a freaking programmer because you, you now have unlocked the ability to be remote, which you don't. <laughs> I'm recording a podcast and, uh, and my buddy Mitch just texted me. I see you. And he's, uh, he's outside of my window. Um, we've talked about Mitch. Mitch is a fixture on things. So yeah. I wonder if Mitch even knows it's Laracon. That guy is so unplugged yet. Yeah, he's like, f- like steeped in Laravel. Okay, well, hopefully he comes up, but um, no, he's going to a coffee shop. Okay, thanks for hanging out with me, guys. You're getting the real, this is the real life here. So perks of living in a village next to coffee shops and stuff, you just see friends because they're just going to coffee shops and whatever. Um, And then they stop at your place and hang out and it's the best. So we got Brock. We're talking about this. We're talking about, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody should become a programmer because now he's unlocked remote work. He can now work remotely. This is insane. This is like the most important thing in the world. I'm not even that much of an advocate of remote work. Like it, it's definitely isolating. Like it has a serious, I think it changes the course of your life in how it isolates you and limits your like friends to people that you're actually friends with, not like work circles. And it limits the amount of exposure to so many things. It really is like, I think damaging in a lot of ways. Um, but whatever I, the pros still far away the cons for me, which is getting to do whatever you want, like getting to roam wherever you want. That's huge. Being able to be in charge of your location is so huge. Get on that train as soon as you can, because it is a huge, huge life benefit. Not having to pay for a car commute. Like that's huge. There's so many things that are so unbelievably huge. Um, so there's that, whatever that alone is worth it. Let alone like, yeah, like, yeah, there's a different level of, there's occupational hazards in programming, no doubt. We're all going to have garbage necks and backs and wrists. You know, if you're in it for 20 years, you're, you're going to have some physical problems, no doubt. And there's people freaking Aaron uh, Francis just had back surgery, like, cause his back's, you know, whacked out. Like I'm, I'm like laying on my bed with neck pain constantly. Like this, this job has its own perils, um, but there's still ways like, I don't know. There's so much freaking money you could retire before your body breaks. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so I'm like, you know what? Do it. And if you fail, go back to HVAC, but give it a shot because your life's going to be so much better off. You live wherever you want. He's like, geolocation is so hard for him right now because he married somebody whose family is in Denver. He is families in Buffalo. They they want to like live this exotic life of living in crazy places. But he if he wants to keep his job, he can't. He has to like plant himself for a while. So... So that's that. So Brock, if you're listening to this, go for it, buddy. You're going to do great. And if you suck at it, and if you totally flop, so what? Go back to your other job. Who cares? But give it a freaking real shot because there is nothing There's nothing more like easy for the amount of money you make and how good it is for your life than programming. Like, let's be real here. So there it is. Tech jobs are so freaking cushy. <laughs> Why? Okay. Here's 
full circle here. Why do we talk about burnout so much? I think because, you know, honestly, oh man, this is like, I'm hearing myself say this and I know this is bad, but I'm like, I don't know. Cause, cause we've had it so good and it's all relative. So if you have it really good, you start whining about stupid things. You know, I get it. I feel like I've been burned out for a chunk of this year. I've been burned out at jobs. I've hated what I've done, all that stuff. But man, like have sitting, standing in a cash register and punching a clock for eight hours a day, that's actual burnout. This is not actual burnout. This is like, you have so much control of your life and your destiny. You can go get another job like that. Oh man, there's so many. So I, I think that's what it is. I think it's because, I think it's two things. We have it easy. So we, so we complain about higher level things, you know, like somebody's reply to that was like, I think it's just because that's what we hear because we're tech people and we hear other tech people, but like truck drivers have a 90% annual turnover rate, 90%. That's insane. I think the suicide rate's pretty high as well. Imagine that. There's so many jobs that have crazy high turnover rates because they suck so hard. All of the people in my life work way harder than me. Like it's crazy, you know? Like my buddies who are nurses, they, they work 12 hour shifts and they're doing like, they're lifting people off of beds and like dealing with crazy things, bring people back to life, like dealing with traumatic stuff every day for 12 hours. That's nuts. I don't do that at all. And sometimes it's the night shift. So they wake up and it's, you know, like nighttime. That's crazy. How depressing is that? Anyway, we can do whatever we want. We have tech jobs. We're so privileged. It's crazy. So cushy. Sorry if you totally disagree. Just got to preach it. Speak it like it is. And I know that I have like the easiest setup right now, but I worked real jobs and I felt the same way. I was, you know, forever. Like people are like, what? You work from home? You do whatever you want. Like you can just like put, you know, the laundry on and do dishes or make you know, start doing your meal prep when you wake up, do your little meditation thing. Oh, what? You have, you have unlimited vacation? That people would shit. Like, that's so crazy. My brother is like, he has unpaid vacation for his whole career. If he takes a vacation, he takes a pay cut. That's how it works. You have paid, full paid vacation? You get a stipend? You have 20% time? Every Friday you get to twiddle your thumbs or just work on whatever you want to do? That's nuts so nuts there's so many things there's so much mental health awareness there's so many things when i hear about other industries i know i'm still going on but this is the other thing people in the real world especially people in the trades stuff that goes on is crazy there's like straight up bullying that goes on all these macho dudes who like (laughs) the whole like woke thing is miles away from from that work environment like yeah it's crazy these are the sharks like I know that there's toxic masculinity in tech no doubt but holy cow you want to see real toxic masculinity go work at like some sort of trade shop go work in like a car garage or work you know work at a roofing company like the stuff that goes on oh my gosh you would lose it even in like the food industry my dad's in the food industry and so I've been exposed to that my whole life like going to his like trade show type stuff and meeting his friends and all that. And like, wow, these people are so dirty. You wouldn't even believe it. They're so unbelievably dirty, like stuff that you can't even imagine flying in any tech company. They'd be like, 
you know, fired instantly. HR would be on their ass like grass. So I don't know. That's my perspective. My perspective is like this world that we're in, this whole tech thing is so cushy, so aware, so self-aware. There's so much thinking and writing around it and, and everybody's trying to make it better. And this is all a good thing. I'm not complaining. This is a great thing. We have it amazing. So good for you for being a programmer and being in this thing and having full control over your life. And if you feel like you don't, go get that control. Because if you're listening to this, you probably actually have the control even if you don't realize it. Go get another job. There's so many jobs out there. Go switch technologies. Become a programmer in a different realm. You feel like all PHP shops are whatever, go become a Node developer. Become a React developer and go work at some front-end shop where you know, where there's more progressive ideas or something. I don't know. Whatever. That's that. Thanks for listening. I'll be seeing you.